0: So it's an easy reading tonight we're looking at john chapter one verses one to five so john chapter one verses one to five in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god He was in the beginning with God and all things came into being through him and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in darkness and the darkness did not overcome it. Amen. It's a complicated way to start a book isn't it? Lots of words. The word, the word, the word, the word. I think I, I just imagine at Christmas, then when when people come into a, a carol service and you read John chapter one, verses one to five, and they're going, "The word became flesh." They must be thinking, "What's this word? What's this about? What 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 are they going about?" Yeah, it's a it's foundational, isn't it? It's the it's the very power and meaning of the gospel that God chose to come amongst us as His Word made flesh incarnate amongst us god's very being with us and i remember when i was studying when we were looking at john's gospel they always they always told us that john was a greek gospel i never i never really believed that because i've read athanasius and you've read athanasius it's all about the word becoming flesh and it's more based on a, a jewish concept and so you know the When we read this, you would have Jews who would instantly recognize the word of God, especially because John used in the beginning was the word. And where does that come from? It comes from the very first words of the Torah, the Old Testament, from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1. so John's actually quoting from the very beginning of the Bible, in the beginning was the word. And God created the heavens and the earth. And how did he create the heavens and the earth? With word. <laughs> he said, and let there be. So God could have created in any way, couldn't he? I can imagine God could have just said, with a click of the fingers, God created. With a wiggle of his nose, if he has a nose, I don't know. could have created. But God spoke and created using the word and the word created all things as it came forth from God in heaven and in the background there was hovering the Holy Spirit and the Spirit's there hovering over all things moving upon all things as this process of creation takes place as the word creates the sun, the moon, the stars the universe, the earth, the sea the animals, all creatures as the word is spoken let there be light, let there be creatures let the waters be separated as word is spoken, the universe, everything comes into being and takes form and shape as the word of God forms it and shapes it and makes it and creates it it's incredible isn't it, so this word is foundationally important It's the beginning of all creation, beginning of all life, beginning of all humanity. And so when John says that God's going to restore things, to make things new, to bring new life into the world, to recreate the world, to restore the world, to to, um, come and restore and save people from their sins, that which is a life directed away from the will of God and the purpose of God, it is fitting that the person who created the universe, the word, comes to restore that creation. Isn't that a beautiful picture? And so the Hebrew, the the Jews in Hebrew would see the word logos in Greek as the divine wisdom manifest in the creation. So when we see creation, we see the divine wisdom, the divine word of God manifest in all that we see, we see the word manifest. When we look at ourselves, we see the word manifested. We see the government of God, we see the redemption of the world, we see a creative force of God, that God is creative, making, shaping the world. And ancient Greeks would have recognized Logos as well, word. They would have caught it straight away saying it's the it's the ancient Greek philosophy. Of the controlling principle of the universe that the word was the controlling principle of the universe the whole universe was controlled and shaped and moved by this logos by this word and so you can see two cultures maybe understanding logos in slightly different ways could understand that this was something that was creative something that had a source outside of time and space That was creative and controlling and shaped all of life. In John setting forth this word that comes to manifest itself, and the only time he actually goes away from the Jewish fundamental priest, all the Jews would have been saying, I can cope with John chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, I can get that, the word. I can understand that. I can see how that comes from the beginning of the word from the Torah. I can understand that. I can get that. But then John says, the word became flesh. The word became flesh. That the creative person, the word, who created the universe, created the earth, created everything, comes and becomes like its creation becomes flesh, and the world doesn't recognize its creator. The word there is in flesh, in the form of Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, the source of the universe. The wisdom of God is so intimately connected with God that flows from God and back to God and comes from the very life of God. Is there amongst them standing there saying, I, here I am, the savior of the world, here I am, the word made flesh here I am the saviour of the world I created you all everything that is here flows from me and the world then recognize it did not recognize Jesus that Jesus was the word of God the personal wisdom of God The wisdom and power in union with God. He's the source of life. The answer for life. Eternal life. The word is our creator yet we do not recognize him. Yet there's something within us which is intimately spiritual isn't there? I don't know. There's something that cries out at me he says... There's something more to me than just my flesh and my bones. There's something intimately spiritual about me. There's something that recognizes in me that I cry out to my creator. That my spirit, who I am, longs to connect with with the God who created me, with the source who created me. Even if you can't name it, we cry to connect. That we sense of meaning and purpose which is greater than just the means of our bones and our flesh. Yet John tells us here that here's God made flesh amongst us for our salvation, that we might know God and love God and be in relationship with God. That He comes to forgive our sins. Again, Athanasius, you can read up in the, his, um, on the Incarnation, if you want. It's a very good. It's only a couple of thousand years old, but it's still a good book to read. It talks about the problem of sin. You see, the problem of sin in the world, that the world had turned away from God, it no longer recognized its creator, it didn't see the light of God anymore, it turned to its own ways, its own purposes, its own sinfulness, its own direction, and turned away from the ways of God. And the only person who could deal with the issue with sin was God. For God, only God could forgive sins. We see that where Jesus says, It's only God who can forgive sins. And he says, Your sins are forgiven. That's cheeky, wasn't it? <laughs> and so the only person who could resolve and deal with the issue of sin was God. And it was the Word incarnate made flesh that came to deal with our issue of sin it was the word that created humankind humanity and it was only the word that could restore it only God who could forgive sins it was only God who could conquer Satan in death and restore a true knowledge of God and that was only possible because it was truly God in Jesus Christ and so John Leads us to a point, even in five verses, in the first chapter of John, we encounter Jesus Christ as the creator, the living God. Will you accept it? Will you receive it? Will you see that he's the answer to your life? and your sinfulness and your longing and your despair and your heart and all the things that you you want to connect with something more than you and you don't know how to, Jesus is the answer. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And the only way to the Father, the only way to the fullness of life, the only way to joy and hope and peace is through Jesus Christ. Will you recognize him? And John says, do you recognize him? do you see that he's the principle of life he's the one who brought the whole of creation into being, will you recognize him he's the one who brings light in the darkness he's the one who shows his way to the father, will you recognize him is it so crazy that God might become incarnate in flesh that he might become like us to solve the problem of us That's fantastic, isn't it? That God chose to be the solution, the answer, the purpose for us. In J.K. Cheston he writes, The truth of course must of necessity be stranger than fiction, for we have made fiction to suit ourselves. <laughs> and sometimes the truth just smacks us in the face, doesn't it? Sometimes the truth's unbelievable is you can't handle it, you can't control it because the truth, because fiction is fiction, you can handle it, you can deal with it it's not true, but the truth comes to us in Jesus Christ and says, here I am what are you going to do about it? And he's the one who's going to lead us to the Father to teach us the ways of God as we talked about this morning in Psalm 24 who can ascend the hill of the Lord only those with a pure pure heart and clean hands but as we ascend that Lord we ask teach us your ways and Jesus teaches us the ways of God how to live, how to love how to live and work in the power of the Holy Spirit how to heal, how to forgive how to raise up the broken how our lives should look as the light of, of God shines upon us through his Holy Spirit and as we seek to live like Christ in the world that's a big task isn't it everybody says I'm not going to leave you as orphans I'm not going to leave you alone I'm not going to leave you without power and we remember at the beginning of creation the Holy Spirit was hovering around there wasn't he and Jesus, I am going to send you my spirit upon you, that you may live, and my power and my strength to so this force, this power, this word that was spoken forth from the mouth of God comes from God and returns back to God is God with us is the flesh incarnate who comes to restore us and heal us and as we come into this season of Christmas we, we recognize and we celebrate God with us the word incarnate and he is the answer to everything he is the beginning of everything and he is the end of all things. And John speaks to us and says, Do you recognize him? Do you recognize him? Do you see this light that's come into the world, that God's broken into our darkness, that often his hope, he's often his life? And will you receive that and recognize God with us? Amen.